Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Scott Lieberman with Believe in Chargers, only on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in L.A. and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, being that it is my first show, I'm about to introduce you to me, talk a little Chargers versus Seahawks, rookie standouts, fantasy football, the Melvin Gordon conundrum, and answer a few questions from some of our listeners. Now, Just a reminder that if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us on the web at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com and at Believe Podcasts on all your social media accounts. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, go for it. Now, let's get to it. But uh, before we start, just real quick, you can find me on Twitter at TheGoodSport82. That's at T-H-E-G-O-O-D-S-P-O-R-T-8-2. That's all one word. For all your sports-specific updates, Chargers questions you may have, and every now and more times than I can count, a little humor. You know, you're just funny. It's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Now, a little bit about me. Uh, I grew up in Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C., so naturally a Redskins fan growing up. But now I currently reside in Los Angeles, and all Chargers, baby. Still rooting for the Skins on the East Coast, but here we are for the Bolts. I graduated college at University of Miami in communications, and I'm currently finishing up my broadcasting certification at Santa Monica College, where I also share play calling and color commentary duties with my good buddy and good fella, Paul Johnson, on the mic for football basketball, both men's and women's, and volleyball. You'd be surprised how interesting and entertaining volleyball really is to call. Uh, I love movies. I love sports, traveling, hard rock, and metal. I have a plethora of Blu-ray and uh, DVD collection. I have so many movies. Chances are, you name it, I got it. And perhaps we can have a movie trivia on the show, too, at some point or another. Uh, What drew me to this broadcast was it's, you know, no better time than football season to do this. It's something I've really had a passion for for a while, I love spreading my knowledge of sports with people. I love talking sports with all my buddies, and this is just something that's really, I hold dear to me. Um, I am a SAG-AFTRA voiceover artist, too, so I love any chance I get to take advantage of all they have to offer over there, such as taking classes, learning more about the craft. Um, They even have some sports-specific classes, too, in terms of projecting your voice and such, and so hopefully I'm doing that right now. But speaking of football season... It is a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. But the one thing that hasn't changed is where I'm putting my money down on all the games. MyBookie.com is the place to bet on football every weekend because MyBookie.com has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Now, go to mybookie.com and sign up for the Super Contest or the season. They will double your first deposit up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. 
If you use promo code CHARGERS to activate the offer, all the better. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code C-H-A-R-G-E-R-S. CHARGERS. And when creating your account, to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. Fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. They support us, we use them, we like them, and you should too. All right, back to brass taxes. Let's talk them L.A. Chargers. Even though I have a tendency to almost say San Diego, it's happened for a long time. I know you were just as surprised as I am and everyone else that uh, they moved up to L.A. But some of you may not know this. The Chargers actually started in L.A. Uh, in 1960 for about a year before moving to San Diego. So basically, you could say now we're back to where it all started in the City of Angels. I'm going to take you to the Chargers versus Seahawks uh, this past weekend. The final score being 23-15, to giving the Chargers the L and making for an 0-3 preseason record. Don't allow this preseason to dictate the regular season, folks. So many people are erroneous in their thoughts, being like, are we going to be great this year? Are we going to suck this year? It's not really how it goes. Um, this is more of a evaluation process, you could say, more than a depiction of how the season's going to play out. Many teams in the past have went 0-4 in the preseason and went to the Super Bowl, the Patriots being one, and, of course I know this, the Redskins being another. But you cannot allow the preseason to dictate the regular season just because this is a chance for the coaching staff to really get to the nitty-gritty of which rookies are standing out, which free agents are standing out, which players are going to be the future of this team, how can we build this team even further for the offense and the defense to gel um, in their complementary respective sides of the field. It's just it's time for the coaches to make their evaluations. It's really not time for the fans to evaluate the time for the advance to um, really evaluate this team should come in about, I would say, week four or five of the season, just because you kind of get a sense of how the team's going to do, uh, what players are standing out, what players are putting up numbers, which players are really hustling out there and making plays. Uh, there's an old saying, special players make special plays. And it's no accident that uh, we went to the playoffs last year. We had a good run. And uh, this year, uh, I don't see anything different happening. This is a great team. We got some great young players coming up. Um, some names to mention to start out with, uh, we have quarterback Easton Stick out of North Dakota State. And before I get into that, I just got to say, what is it with North Dakota State and their quarterbacks now? We had Carson Wentz just a few years ago uh, getting drafted by the Eagles. He practically led the Eagles to their Super Bowl win before getting hurt and Nick Foles taking over for him. This guy, um, he looks pretty promising. He threw for 12, he went uh, 12 for 15, threw for 84 yards and a passing touchdown. And not just that, but he's got some wheels on the ground. Uh, three rushes for 14 yards and a scoring touchdown, a rushing touchdown, making a case to make this team. Showing leadership, showing arm strength, showing that he has the smarts to scramble when he needs to and uh, cut up the field. This kid, uh, he could be something. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Stick does. Uh, Throughout the season, should he make this team, which I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Next, linebacker Drew Tranquil, the tranquilizer, all over the field with nine tackles and can deal the damage. Folks, this young man is one to watch out for. 
Uh, he's got my vote for defensive MVP of the preseason. Um, this is a guy who can go on any side of the field, line up on any side of the field, and really make a difference in this defense. And what I love about this defense is that not only are they getting better, but they're getting younger and better at the same time. We need younger, faster players to really make the plays. And this is going to be one of the top defenses in the league. They're going to be up there with the Minnesotas, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is uh, this could be an elite defense this year, and we'll definitely find out what they're made of uh, come opening day and uh, the rest of the way through. Uh, third, defensive tackle, Jerry Tillery. Uh, he didn't really do much in the game this past week, but one thing that stood out was that he forced Russell Wilson to throw the ball away in the third quarter, which is an argument in itself to make the team. And Wilson being the star athlete that he is, and Super Bowl champion, obviously, you have to love what this young defense is doing. They're making plays. doesn't matter whether rookies or third- or fourth-year players. These guys are all in it together, and it is really gelling, and I'm seeing it come to form. So like I said, don't let that 0-3 preseason record fool you. We got the 49ers on Thursday night, so we're going to see what happens. And just take it for face value. That's going to be all rookies, all twos, threes, and fours. There's not going to be much... There's going to be no ones playing on uh, Thursday night, so don't even let that uh, cloud your mind. But I really love what this team is doing right now, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And obviously, going back to Easton Stick on that offensive side, uh, Phillip Rivers really has somebody back there to unseat him if uh, need be. Moving along to uh, fantasy football, I have to say... uh, there are a plethora, I like to use that word a lot, I had a plethora of a DVD collection, plethora of players, so whatever, plethora, plethora, plethora. And uh, for those of you who really want to know the origin of the word, it comes from the three amigos to me. Would you say I have a plethora? A uh, great movie with Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Uh, it's a classic, you got to check it out if you haven't seen it. And um, yeah, but for uh, fantasy football, the players to watch out for, uh, we have the usual suspect in Phillip Rivers. The guy comes to bat every season. He throws multiple, multiple touchdowns. But that's not without a few interceptions here and there, too. I specifically remember a few years ago, uh, before the Chargers moved back to L.A., Rivers actually cost me a game. And I believe I, I don't remember who they, uh, who they played against, but he, was, uh, he threw like four or five interceptions. And all I needed was like 11 points to win my game in fantasy. And he ended up getting me like, I think two or negative two or something like that. It was ridiculous. Never in the history of fantasy football does anything like that happen. Phillip Rivers cost me a game, but that doesn't take away my love and respect for him. I mean, it's one bad game, but it had to be mine that I started him in. And uh, the rest is history. But he's definitely a good player to take in later rounds of uh, fantasy football drafts. He's not a. He's not gonna put up pinball numbers like uh, Drew Brees, or Aaron Rodgers, or even um, Patrick Mahomes. Who, by the way, mad respect to the Kansas City Chiefs. I know they're an AFC West rival, but the kids got it. And um, we'll see what this defense can do this year. Uh, like we were just talking about in stopping him uh, from making his plays. But Philip Rivers. Uh, we obviously have Melvin Gordon coming up, uh, and what's with that deal, you know? We're going to talk about that in a bit, but Melvin Gordon, obviously be cautious with that pick. He's a bit of a late fourth or fifth rounder, I would say, 
Um, so I would definitely scoop Austin Eckler or Justin Jackson as your safety net if you're thinking about take, taking Gordon. He'll obviously be a great flex play if he ends up playing because you'll have no choice but to have him there at that point in the draft in that position. But uh, we'll find out what Gordon does making his decision. We don't know yet, but definitely be cautious with the pick. I'm not saying don't go after him. He's obviously somebody to stash away, but let us not be fooled. Le'Veon Bell holding out last year, That's uh, there's something to be said about that. And then obviously we have Keenan Allen, elite wide receiver. Every year he comes to play, and he makes his fantasy teams happy. Although last year I specifically remember I was playing against Keenan uh, Allen against someone in one of my leagues. I actually won both of my leagues for the first time. Very happy to report. Two-time champion for the first time. Yeah. Um, last year Keenan Allen... Um, I believe I remember him hurting his leg in uh, later in the season. So my, the guy I was playing against had him. So the fact that Keenan, Isle, Keenan Allen went down helped me win my game. And now a player's health is always more important than anything in the world, obviously. So, but um, that was actually the uh, kind of the game breaker and what helped me win the game. But I love Keenan Allen, and um, I actually hope to get him in my next draft next week. So we'll see how that uh, turns out. And then we have the sleeper, tight end, sleeper pick. Who could it be, people? Who could this tight end be? None other than red zone target Hunter Henry. Nobody's talking about him, and I'm kind of wondering about that. It kind of scares me a little bit. I got him in this year's dra- in my first draft in my league a few days ago, but everybody's talking about the Kelseys, the Ertzes, the Kittles. Nobody's talking about the Hunter Henrys. Somebody needs to get on that because... Before he got injured, he was a high-end red zone target for Phillip Rivers, and he's going to continue to be that guy. He's a great baller. He's a big-body person. He'll box out people in the end zone, and he'll go up for those grabs. Hunter Henry is a great tight end, and I think he's going to be in the top five of tight ends uh, this season from Rivers. So please, Phillip, do me a excuse me, do me a solid and throw to Henry when you get the chance because. You got to do it for me, face it, and do it for everybody else that's listening here. Now, to address the elephant in the room, let's talk a little bit of Melvin Gordon, as we just discussed earlier. When will he be back? Does he need the Chargers, or do they need him? No one seems to know what's going on with that. He's holding out. It's the Le'Veon Bell sim- uh, the Le'Veon Bell syndrome. What's going to happen with this? When's he coming back? Nobody knows. Um, And how does Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson factor in the backfield? We're about to find that out. But frankly, I see Austin Eckler having a better preseason than Justin Jackson. Also, he's going to get more of the carries in the backfield as he has in the past. I see about a 70% to 30% uh, share of the load with Eckler to Jackson. Uh, But both players can really be a solid one-two combo, so the Chargers are very fortunate in that they have those two guys in the event that an every-down back like Gordon will not be back for a while. So we'll find out what he's up to, what he's doing, and the decisions he's going to make. He seems like a really good guy, and I would love to uh, definitely kind of pick his brain a little bit. So we'll uh, we'll see how uh, he does that. And uh, just a reminder that if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. 
You can find us on the web at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And at Believe Podcast on all your social media accounts. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do it up. Search for us. Find us. And then me on Twitter, I'm at TheGoodSport82. That's at T-H-E-G-O-O-D-S-P-O-R-T-8-2. That's on Twitter. Find me. Friend me. And I will follow back. I can't follow back if I don't know who you are. Let's get to the questions. So Taylor in Chicago asks, who will be the Chargers quarterback? First of all, what up, Windy City? Woohoo! Lou Malnati's Deep Dish Pizza represent. I love it. If you have not been there, I highly recommend that in Chicago. It is an excellent pizza joint. Taylor asks, who will be the Chargers backup quarterback? Coincidentally enough, the guy who I'm about to say has the same last name as Taylor's first name, Tyrod Taylor. The guy has NFL experience. He can move an offense, even as starting experience. He's known for his legs, his pinpoint accuracy. He can throw the ball downfield. Uh, some of his decision-making is suspect, but he I see him being uh, Rivers' uh, backup. And uh, he's played backup many times in his in his career. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think it's he's pretty much a shoe-in to be the backup, but then Easton Stick will be the third in command come opening day. Jeff in Los Angeles asks, who will be the starting running back by the end of the season? I say Melvin Gordon. He's going to be missing this game way too much. I mean, who really wants to sit on their butt at home and not make the money that they're due and not be out there with their teammates? I don't see any reason Gordon's not going to be back at least midseason. So we'll find out what decisions he's making and we'll just go from there. Eric in Bakersfield asks, how will the Chargers defense fare with no Derwin James? For those of you who don't know, well, I'm sure you do if you are an avid Chargers fan. Derwin is out for nine weeks. He's never missed a game, but I believe Pro Bowl safety Adrian Phillips covers and completes the job, making this defensive force to be reckoned with. Derwin James was a hawk at Florida State. Let me just say, as a University of, My- as a University of Miami fan and having come from the U, um, you know, you got to give props where props are due. Derwin James is a lights-out player. But uh, lucky for the Chargers, we have plenty of depth on this roster, and Adrian Phillips uh, does it all, and I think he's going to continue making this defense even better. And the fact that he has that veteran presence is going to help him even more to really make people hustle and make players make plays and really, you know, hit him with the boomstick. All right, so let's uh, sum up a little bit about what's coming up. The last preseason game is this Thursday versus the 49ers. Give the coaches a chance to evaluate players and seeing how they're going to do. We're gearing up for opening day, September 8th versus the Colts. I have to say, whether Andrew Luck retired or not, I do think the Chargers would win either way. Uh, They have home field advantage, which is great. But I also believe that the difference maker will come in the defense. The defense has the edge there versus the Colts. The Colts haven't really been known for their defense much as of late, but uh, we'll find out. I think Jacoby Brissett will pose a bit of a problem with his feet, but uh, I think this defense on the Chargers, this young upcoming defense, is really going to uh, make a difference in this game. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. I really appreciate you listening today. It's seriously, honestly an honor to do something like this. I've really, I love spreading my knowledge of sports with everybody. Uh, I know I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but this is great. I love uh, just connecting with people. 
uh, seeing what other people have to say, uh, taking questions, requests, anything that you may have to offer. Um, it's it's all back and forth. You know, I'm not the only one here. Uh, we're all in this together. Uh, we're all going to watch these bolts do some damage this year and really uh, strike the NFL chord. Pun intended. Totally. Now, next time on the show, I'm going to be bringing out some of my Jim Carrey impersonations. Fire Marshal Bill, if you will. Uh, perhaps I can do something at anybody's request, like a Fire Marshal Bill or Ace Ventura or even a Lloyd Christmas giving the uh, the Chargers a pep talk before uh, the first game. So that would be something cool. But anyways, once again, I am Scott Lieberman on Believe in Chargers podcast. This has been a great experience. Uh, my first episode in the bag. Thank you for listening, folks. Have a pleasant evening, pleasant day ahead, and uh, we'll be talking to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.